Win at Work and Life with Nikki Bush is the podcast where you and I explore what it means to win at both work and life. Today, you get to choose how to create a life of meaning and self-expression that includes both your work and life outside the office with your family. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about managing first term jitters because we're in the back to school phase. So this is going to help you to stay calm in order to help your children to stay calm. Did you used to suffer from first term jitters? And how is your child handling things? I have to tell you that I suffered from first term jitters when I was at school and so did my eldest son. And you know what? Parental anxiety is absolutely infectious. So why do children experience first term jitters? Well, just like we do when we start a new job. You know that first day or two, or maybe the first week in a new job. It's about change. It's about the new and the unfamiliar. And it turns your apple cart upside down. You feel incompetent, you feel unconfident, and this is exactly how your children feel, whether they are starting a new year at preschool, primary school, or high school. The anxiety is up and they have to get used to all things new. A new teacher, a new classroom, new playground, new friends, and of course with every year comes new rules and new expectations. That's a lot of change to absorb in the first week or so of a new year. The next question is, is change good for children? Well, believe it or not, as unsettling as it is, it is a good stimulus for growth. The trick is to help your children to keep perspective, to teach them how to dissolve their anxiety quickly so that they can start enjoying themselves. And you know, I must just remind you that every time you started a new job, I'm pretty sure that you got a headache the night before or the morning of, or a tummy ache. So don't be surprised if your children report that they have a tummy ache or a toothache or a sore throat the night before or the morning of going to school. So what strategies can parents use to help keep their children calm? If you have a preschooler, my best little trick is the lipstick kiss. And this is actually a ritual, a ritual that you can continue to do for the first week or maybe two or three weeks of a new school year. You know, some children settle quicker than others, and you need to keep that in mind. So what is the lipstick kiss? Well, when I was dropping my children off at school, I would wear my brightest lipstick, and I would plant a big lipstick kiss on the back of their hand. It's a calming emotional anchor, and what it meant was, and I would tell them this, it means that I'll be thinking of you all day. And remember, I'll be back later. So every time you look at this kiss on your hand, remember, I will be back later to collect you. My other trick is that if you are the anxious parent, then you should perhaps swap roles for a few days when you're doing drop-off. So in my situation, in the first day or two, I would send my husband to drop the children off at school because he wasn't the one who was anxious. I was and I would take over once my kids were up and running. So that's something that you can do very easily and it works like a charm. Then dangling a carrot. This is about extending your anxious child's focus 
beyond the school day. So you can say something like this to your preschooler or your primary schooler. After school today, we're going to visit granny. Or after school today, we're going to go and buy a goldfish. You know, that goldfish you've been talking about all year. And maybe after school today, we're going home to bake a cake. Even if you use one of those packet variety that's really easy and pre-measured out for you. My kids used to love this one. After school today, we'll pop into the pet shop and you can go and stroke all the new puppies and the kittens. That one was brilliant. But can you see what I'm trying to do here is pull them through the day if they're having a particularly rough start so that they can focus beyond just the pain of the moment and focus forward to what's going to happen next. And these are really simple things that excite children and they don't have to be fancy or expensive. The next thing you have to do is keep routine and routine is very important when starting a new school year or a new term because routine relaxes children. It keeps families sane and it helps children to de-stress purely because it's predictable. So why is routine important? Well routine relaxes because it's predictable and predictability de-stresses kids and brings sanity to families. And routine is really about keeping the order, the sequence of the way things happen in the day the same. So children are then able to feel a greater sense of personal control and organization because they have a routine to follow. So how can you as a parent help your child to keep perspective? Well, you can ask them at the end of a day, maybe over dinner, once they've actually had time to process their day. Don't hound them for answers as you collect them from school. See what they come up with by themselves. But at the dinner table, you can ask them to tell you all the good things that happen in the day. And then they can also tell you all the bad things that happen in the day. And they might not be terribly bad, but things that perhaps made them uncomfortable or nervous or anxious. So my sweets and sours game comes in real handy at this time. And this is a two round game. The first round you actually share the sours of the day. Anything that made you feel not so great. You say what it is and you say how it made you feel and you keep going around the table to different members of the family until you're back to the beginning again. And then you start with the sweets of the day. The good things that happen. So we always end off on a good note. This enables every single child to get airtime and to share even those non-talker children that you have. You might even want to get yourself a talking stick. In our family, the talking stick was actually a wooden letter opener that had a hand-painted little rooster on the end. And we used to pass the rooster around from person to person and only the person holding the talking stick was actually allowed to talk, which teaches children about turn-taking and waiting and listening to each other. Let's look at this question now. How does going to school and working through the anxiety of going to school actually foster independence in children? Well, letting our children go is the ultimate goal of parenting as much as we don't like to think about it. And school actually provides a form of separation for a few hours every day and your kids get to take responsibility for themselves 
during this time. To begin with, you will walk your child to the classroom and hopefully you will get them to carry their own bag. And after a few days, especially once we're in that sort of grade one phase in preschool, you'll always walk your child to the classroom. From grade one, after the first week or two, your children need to walk themselves to the classroom carrying their own bags. Can you see how this is starting to make them more independent of you? And then, of course, they get to create friendships beyond the family circle. And that's important because ultimately they need to know how to expand their world by themselves. At school, they get to follow their interests and their talents in different ways to how they do it at home. And they get to express themselves and also compete. So how can you as a parent stay calmer during this adjustment period? Well, number one, we go back to routine. Routine is as important for you as it is for your child. And I'd like to recommend that you do as much preparation the night before in order for your mornings to be more organized. So lay out the breakfast the night before. Pack as much of the school lunch as you can the night before. Fill bottles of water and pop them in the fridge the night before. I even used to dispense all the vitamins into little bowls and put them in front of each place setting the night before. Make sure your children get their uniforms out the night before and get their bags packed too. And two more things that will really help the whole family to stay calm. The first one is to play with your children. When you play with your children, maybe at night after dinner, you can have a quick game, a card game, a dice game. It doesn't have to take long, but it creates bonds of togetherness. And it will also allow your children to play their sillies away because play is a very different language for children. And eating together is imperative. Not only are you going to be teaching them good manners, but it's an opportunity to share time and space together and share the news of the day. So families that eat together and play together, stay together. Please remember that children will all settle at different rates and your own sense of confidence that they will be just fine will have a major effect on them too. Do put some of these tips into action and parents, settle down. As the human potential and parenting expert who helps individuals and teams to flourish at both work and life, whatever the disruption, I present both business and parenting talks and often a combination of the two because leading teams at work and home is not that different. My clients really appreciate my unusual ability to straddle both the working world and life at home. And I can help your organization too. Book me for one of my business talks, like creating happy juice for teams, or my parenting talk, Let Go and Let Grow. That brings me to the end of this podcast. To my listeners, please send through your comments and questions or topic suggestions to info at nickybush.com. And you're invited to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues to empower them to win at work and life too.